Grace and peace, brothers and sisters. I'm Vicar Derek Kabilis, and this is Exile Cast for November the 3rd in the year of our Lord 2020. It is Election Day. I hope you're all doing okay out there. I know there's a lot of anxiety floating around. People got a lot riding on this election. A lot of emotions are involved in it, and that's okay. Um, feelings are feelings, and it's all right to have those feelings as long as you know that no matter what happens today or what we find out tomorrow or later on this week or whenever it is, our job is still the same. To do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The only thing that changes are the details. Brothers and sisters, we are playing catch up here. I am so sorry that the podcasts have not been up to date at all. Um, I have had a very difficult couple of weeks. I've had a couple funerals I've needed to attend to. I've also been struggling. Uh, personally, I've been struggling with gout. Uh, which is essentially, for those of you who don't know, it's just a kind of uh, arthritis that is brought on by just having a really bad diet. And it shows that my diet has not been very good. And so my knee, my left knee, is just on fire with this stuff right now. And like so many of our wounds, it is self-inflicted. But I am... Um, motivated to get my diet back to where it needs to be and get it figured out so I can uh, I can be back to 100%. Today, we have a very special sermon for you. It's special because it doesn't come from me. It comes from our brother, Mike Miller. He's one of the lay leaders here at the United Methodist Church of Uniontown. Um, a couple Sundays ago, it was uh, Laity Sunday here, and so we asked Mike to come out and preach for us, and he gave us a really great word about God and Caesar. Take a listen. I hope it blesses you. Today's scripture is from Matthew 22, verses 15 through 22, and I'm reading from the easy reading version of the Bible. Then the Pharisees left the place where Jesus was teaching. They made plans to catch him saying something wrong. They sent some men to Jesus. They were some of their own followers and some from the group called the Herodians. They said, Teacher, we know you are an honest man. We know you teach the truth about God's way. You are not afraid of what other people think of you. All people are the same to you. So tell us what you think. Is it right to pay Caesar taxes or not? 
But Jesus knew that these men were trying to trick him. He said, you hypocrites, why are you trying to catch me saying something wrong? Show me a coin used to paying the tax. They showed Jesus a silver coin. Then he asked, whose picture is on the coin? And whose name is written on the coin? They answered, it is Caesar's picture and Caesar's name. Then Jesus said to them, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. When they heard what Jesus said, they were amazed. They left him and went away. Today, I'd like to focus on this part of today's scripture from Matthew. Then Jesus said to them, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. Let us pray. Dear God, speak to us today using my words for your purpose. Amen. What belongs to the Caesar of today? In today's world, who is Caesar? Over our lifetime, I believe we encounter different Caesars and need to continually decide what belongs to Caesar. Jesus says that we need to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I have experienced a lot of times when I have felt like I've been only focused on giving to Caesar and not giving what belongs to God. There are many times that I am in the presence of God and feel the love of God while giving to Caesar. It seems like I work hard for Caesar, and yet God stays faithful and appreciates any time I give to God, even just a little. God stands with me even though I am concentrating on how to give to Caesar. Let me share with you some of my experiences where the differences in Caesar and God may have been evident. I grew up in a small, community, many of you know, Sugar Creek, Ohio. In Sugar Creek, we were all related. Some were better at sports, some were a bit smarter, some were more beautiful, some had more toys, and there were some that were very popular. We had our groups to hang out with, but I don't think any of us thought much about giving to Caesar or God. Caesar did not seem to be an unfair or unjust in Sugar Creek. I think we thought at least as compliant children, the rest of the world was the same. Our outside view of the world was watching Captain Kangaroo or Bonanza or Leave it to Beaver, etc. God and Caesar were both safe much different than the depression and the wars that our parents experienced. God gave me the blessing of growing up in a time when we were safe and secure and our needs were met. If I had a Caesar, it may have been the federal government, or as a youth, it could have been our teachers or our parents. They were our Caesars. It was easy to give to Caesars and also be giving to God. When I was seven, 
my dad was given the opportunity to establish and manage the Sherd Creek Bowling Lanes, a bowling establishment owned by Belden Brick Company. Belden wanted to give back to a community that provided them with some success. I benefited from my dad's position. It was fun to be able to go with him to where he worked. My first job that I got paid for was to clean the alley bowling balls. On Saturday mornings, my brother Ted and I would work to put all the balls through the cleaner and then make sure they were all in the right place on the racks. Back then, each ball had a number and each rack was numbered for the place it was stored so that the bowlers could find their favorite ball. Looking back, this desire to work for money may have been a little too much Caesar, yet getting it right and doing a good job and having fun seemed to be a bit giving to God. Through the years, I've had many opportunities to work at the bowling alley, even though my dad went on to help in one of the brick plants and others took over the management at the bowling alley. When I graduated from high school, I seemed to have three choices. Work, probably start at Belden and maybe continue at the bowling alley. Join a military organization, probably Vietnam, which was a bit scary back then. Or go on to college. Jenny, my girlfriend, encouraged the college route. I was good at bookkeeping and math, so a business degree was my goal. I commuted to Kent Tuscarawas Branch for two years and then to the main campus to finish my degree. When I was at the branch, I was able to continue working at the bowling alley. I remember talking with the manager about maybe college wasn't cut out for me. Maybe life would be easier if I quit. He told me something that has helped me for a long time. Every day I'm studying and learning is helping me grow. Stick with the college. Knowledge is something that can not be taken from you. His advice gave me something that belonged to God. Was I going to college an act of giving to Caesar or to God? On campus, I stayed in the dorms. At that time, roommates were assigned, not chosen. One of my roommates was a black fellow from Cleveland. Nice guy, and I felt very comfortable with him as a roommate, and then eating in the cafeteria with his group of friends. We came from different walks of life. We were both college students. He was a person whom I lived with for a year. We were put together because of our differences so that we could learn about our differences. Was Kent Caesar or God when their administration identified and commingled us as an experiment in trying to establish equal justice? Again, was me going to college my desire to please God or to please Caesar? Kent Business School was interesting in its demographics. Most of the accounting and economics classes were attended by predominantly white males. 
I keep asking myself, was this structured by the system, i.e. Caesar, or was it the choice of the student, i.e. God? At that time, there were a lot of students who did not like the system. What influenced these actions? I trusted the system, tried to get good grades. Was I giving to Caesar or God? I was fortunate and able to get an accounting internship in Buffalo, New York. It was a good experience and tremendous stepping stone to my career as an accountant. Was I working for Caesar? Unfortunately, there's a lot of dealing with money with respect to being an accountant. We helped in making profit and we did it to get a good salary. Many days we worked long hours, the busy season, and it seemed I was only giving to Caesar, not much to God. Jenny and I attended the United Church of Christ in Buffalo. I grew up Lutheran and she and I were married in the United Church of Christ in Sugar Creek. The marriage ceremony was performed by both of our ministers. We were blessed to have six living grandparents witness our wedding. God was giving to us. How and when were we going to give to God? We did get involved with the church. There was a men's golfing group that made it easier for me to get involved. It seemed to fit in the normal way in this church family. We did help with the finance committee, a little bit of Caesar, but giving to God too. We were transferred to Syracuse, New York. We found a United Church of Christ close by and soon became involved. We also added Mandy, our daughter, to our family shortly after moving to Syracuse. My hours at work seemed to increase, and yet I wanted to spend more time with family. I remember being challenged by today's scripture lesson. At work, I thought about family, and when I was at home, I worried about work. Was I being a servant of Caesar's or God? Our church family in Syracuse was a great blessing to us. They became like grandparents to both Mandy and Trevor. They trusted me in leadership roles in the church, even though there was still the question, was I serving God or Caesar? I then got a job offer in bank accounting in Columbus, Ohio, a chance to bring the family back closer to family in Ohio. At that time, I thought it would be a nine to five job and a little less Caesar. There were so many growth opportunities in this new job. As I look back, it became a lot more Caesar. We joined the United Methodist Church in Reynoldsburg. They helped me learn more about what belonged to God. I got involved in discipleship courses, which helped me learn that reading the Bible was a can-do daily experience. I got involved with the Reynoldsburg Emmaus community which showed me that love is all around. In some ways, the experience of God's love allows us to give back to God and still in a loving way work within the system, i.e. Caesar. 
We have to work to help make the system trustworthy, helpful to those in need, and be fair to all people. Let me repeat. We have to work to help make the system trustworthy, helpful to those in need, and be fair to all people. My whole career dealt with the Caesar, money, banking, and accounting. However, I was tremendously blessed that God continues to give me life opportunities to give back. Give back to God the love he shows us through his son Jesus. Many a time I struggled through the experiences in the Caesar world and felt the nudge of God. It gave me the direction and answers that seemed to come at the right time. Those times it was God giving to me. I share with you this familiar poem. This poem helps me better understand how God gives to me so that I can give what belongs to God. One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path, his life, there was only one set of footprints. He noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, My son, my precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. What is your Caesar today? Is it your work that distracts you from giving to God? Is it your need to make your physical body feel good through drugs, exercise, or sports? Is it your zest for changing the world? The world today seems radically divided and doesn't allow us to see where God can be served. We need to pay more attention to what we are giving what belongs to God and work together to reduce the influence of the Caesars of today. As some of you know, getting up in front or talking to people makes me anxious and is a bit scary for me. But if I do it for my glory, then I give to Caesar. If, however, just one of you sees and feels the love of God, if your faith in God is strengthened, if your heart is warmed and comforted by God, and the love he showed us by giving us his son Jesus, then I have given to God. Thanks be to God. Amen.